Hey, Lighthouse Niagara family, this is Pastor Joel Sloss. I hope that the message you received today blesses you so, so much. There is a, a position, and I want to, I'm, I'm speaking prophetically this morning. In fact, uh, anytime that you would hear from the Lord and you would speak, it is prophetic. That's what a prophet is, and a prophet does. He hears from the Lord and he speaks. I want you to know, and I want you to go by sight. I may share a f- few things to give you sight. But uh, this morning, we are, what should I say and use, uh, the word poised. The word poised is ready. Ready. There has been a lot done in the last number of years, in the last number of decades. We are poised for a powerful move of God. We are poised to be filled, to be full, to be overflowing. This morning... I know that there are so many of you, you are in that position. You are saying, Lord, here I am. Use me. Whatever way, use me. I am prepared to be used by you in these last days. And as you are open, the Lord will pour into you what needs to be poured in for you to do what you have to do for the Lord. For the Lord. This this past week, as I was driving home at different points in the day, I noticed a truck on the side of the road. It was a city truck. And uh, just one man. And what he was doing, he was going to all the fire hydrants in our area. I don't know how many he had gone to. What he was doing, he was hooking up a hose to the fire hydrant. And then he was opening up the fire hydrant. And there was a stream of water that was flowing, where it wasn't just flowing, it was gushing out full force. And it was just running. And it was, he was allowing it to run for, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour, if not longer. This uh, thing that the city and cities and municipalities are doing I think was a result of a tragedy that happened, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago in a small village out western Ontario that there was nine or ten deaths in that, that small town because the water that was stuck by the, one of the last fire hydrants on a line was basically backing up and there was bacteria that was growing and it was then as it was filling up because there was no flow, 
it was running into the, the, the drinking water. And so there was, I, I think there was almost 10 deaths um, as a result of this, this uh, tox, toxin that was in the, the, the water. And so the recommendation was that the fire hydrants that were blocking water, they're not running, they're only used usually for fires, would be opened up so that there would be a cleaning out and a clearing out. This morning, glass usually in the front is full. This morning, that there would be a filling. You, the vessel. You are poised, that you would be poised to be filled. That you would be poised, that you would not be, hey, fill my cup, Lord. You know, when we, I'll tell you, sometimes it's like, Lord, I want something for you, but I really don't. And so we quench the Holy Spirit that desires to do a work in our lives. We get caught up with so many different things of life. I'm not, I'm not talking bad things. I'm just saying we get so busy. And even though there's a vessel, we're empty. And the Lord is saying, I want to fill you up. I want to fill you up. There's something about being able to minister to others. A vessel being able to minister to others. It's refreshing. There's a refreshment that comes as I take in from the vessel that is full. But I want to show you something else. ministries that go on and we there's no filling there's no refilling but that there would be a refilling that would take place that there would be not just a filling We need that there's a continual flowing that will not stop until the Lord comes back. There needs to be a filling, and we are poised at this point. Vessels, I see people, they're opening up an empty vessel. They're opening up themselves. They're opening up, and they're saying, yes, Lord, fill me. I see it happening already in you. I just want, I want to say this this morning. that it would not just be a trickle. There would be a, a mighty Niagara that would flow. Just like the, the river here, the Niagara River never stops flowing. It continues flowing. From wherever that, the source of the water, it just continues to flow. And I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit is a limitless source. There's no limit to the Holy Spirit to be able to pour out into our lives. Lord, here I am. Fill me. Fill me. 
in Ephesians 4 verse 1, and I'm going to touch on this. This was the message and the theme of last weekend. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. And so you were called. You were a vessel, dirty, but you were washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. You were washed. You were forgiven. You were cleansed. A vessel. Lord, fill me. You've called me that I would walk worthy of the calling wherewith I was called with all lowliness and gentleness with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Above all, through all, and in you all. There would be a flow, a continual flow. You'd never get empty. You'd never be empty. But the flow, the river of life, of the Holy Spirit, would flow through you continually. I just want to say this. In the last number of years, we've had some interesting years the last few years. But the Lord has been doing a work in hearts and lives in you. I see it. I see it. In the last number of months, busy, busy times, and the Lord has been doing a work on you and through you. And I just, I want to say, as a pastor, my heart rejoices. My heart rejoices where you, where you are at, so many where you are at. And regardless, you say, I'm, I'm not sure I'm in the right place. I just want you to know, as we humble ourselves, as we would confess our sin, how easy it is to be cleansed. Lord, I'm an open vessel to be used by you. I'm poised. I'm ready. Fill me. And I want to I say that I, I love you. I love you not necessarily just because of the fact that of what you're doing or the things that you might do. And even not to say that because you're ready, I love you because you're ready. I just want to say I love you because you are my brothers and sisters in the Lord. We are family. And regardless, regardless of where you may be at, I love you. Some of you I know better than others. But we are brothers and sisters in the Lord, one body under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It is good. It is good. And this aspect of being one, I saw it last week. Last weekend, I just, I, I needed to drop something off at, um, under the tent. 
And on Friday, the women were gathering together, and it was just, there was something happening. For those of you that were there, women that were there on Friday night, something was happening. And it was, and there was this desire. There was a sense of, I, I want more. I'm ready. I'm ready. Perhaps in this state of being an empty vessel, but clean to be filled, I'm ready. I saw just glimpses. I, had, I said to Caitlin, I said, Caitlin, make sure you, you take some pictures. She took pictures, but she took one video clip, and it was the women singing together because there were no men there. Women walking worthy, and I, I listened. There's something about women's voices, just women's voices singing as one. And so I had this short video clip. It was like, thank you, Lord, for this. Listen, folks, we are poised that you would be allow God to fill you. Allow God to fill you. I saw it on the family day. I, I would have liked to have way more people there. But what I did see was this. That there was a coming together of many. There were so many people involved on Saturday. Whether it was the games, whether it was the paint, or the face painting, whether it was uh, the, the wagon ride, whether it was the barbecue, whether it was the worship, the praise, whether it was the, the activities that were done, whether it was hearing of the word of God. But I saw this aspect of readiness. We were prepared. We were prepared for so much more, eh, Joel? So much more. This is a good place to be in. To say, yes, I am available. There is something. There are not too many churches that will close their doors to go to another church. That's what we did last Sunday. We closed the doors here to go somewhere else, to be with other believers, to be with church at the falls. We were together as one, not just our church, but the church at the falls representative of another church, of another body of believers, a local body of believers, two coming together. And I say, thank you, Lord. I saw the same thing on Monday night with the men. I just want to say, there was almost 30 men just from this church. Just from this church. And I say, thank you, Lord, for the fact that we are one in purpose. We are one in direction. I tell you, we are at a place to move forward powerfully, poised, ready. Despite our weaknesses, despite our flaws, you're saying, here I am, Lord. 
Here I am, use me. And that's the beautiful thing. We always think, well, Lord, it, I have to be a certain way before you can use me. Thank God for the fact that we have scriptures of the disciples. I'll tell you right now, I think most of us say, there is no way that I would have chosen that loudmouth, arrogant Peter for ministry. There's no way that I would have chosen John and James, the sons of thunder, to call down, hey, let's just call down fire from heaven. Let's destroy them. I just, Lord, I don't know if I can, yeah, not quite the right heart. The different people that the Lord Jesus chose and he set them forth for ministry almost immediately. Within a few months of ministry, as ministry began, he set them forth. And how imperfect were they? And how imperfect are we? But Lord, let, just, let me be poised. Let me be a vessel that needs to be filled. That I would be filled to overflowing. That I, I am ready. Despite the flaws, I still have flaws. I haven't arrived either. Paul says, Hey, three times I asked the Lord to move this nasty thorn in my side, this flaw, major, whatever it was. And the Lord says, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. The weaknesses, the flaws that we may have, the, whatever it may be, as he says, I, I bow or I glory I boast in my infirmities and my weaknesses and my persecutions and the things I'm going through, the hardships that I might be going through because when I am weak, then I am strong. I am made strong by the power of God. So God is saying, regardless of your flaws, regardless of your weaknesses, Lord, here I am, use me. I love you, my dear brothers and sisters. We are poised a few years back, the Lord put it on my heart, not a Laodicean church, a lukewarm church, but a Philadelphian church. You have little strength. This is not a large church. But I'll tell you right now, on the day of Pentecost, there was only 120 on the day of Pentecost. And what happened as there was a move of God on those 120. And in one day, one service, 3,000 were added to the church and baptized. 3,000. The power of God. Listen, I mentioned it, I think I mentioned it the other week. Some of you, when you come here to church a few minutes late, you will be hard-pressed to find a seat. You will need to change. Some of you say, man, we need to be there at 9.30 to get a seat. We're going to need to be there early to get a seat. Why? We are poised. We're poised. Lord, use me. 
You have little strength. It's what he says to the Philadelphian church. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. There's an open door. It has already been opened. I truly believe because I see things happening. I truly believe that door has been opened about three years ago. And to the day, September 19th, 2019, a door was opened. And I see there have been powerful changes that have taken place in the last three years since that point, even to preparing us for two years of COVID. That the word got out, the church was never closed. This church was never closed. That first lockdown, we were allowed five. So the doors were opened every day. Five. Another lockdown, we were allowed 15. I think it was 30% capacity, room capacity. Then it went down to 15% room capacity. And the Lord gave wisdom. It was room capacity. So we opened up, we had, we put in TVs, monitors in four different rooms. There's still, you can go, they're still available. There's one in the gym. So we had 15% capacity in every room, which is more than 15% capacity of one room. This is, the, this is the moving of the Holy Spirit. Can I say another thing? I know. Because there are churches that have been closed and closed down during the last two years. They're not opening up again. They're no longer open. The church is done. There are churches that, that there, was, there was not enough money coming in to pay the bills and the church shut down the church is shut down can i say this over the course of the last during the the, the worst of this two and a half three years you gave to the point where we have not ever in all of our existence as a local church had such tithes and offerings coming in that we were able to help during the worst of times and continue to this day. People, we say that's finances. You know what? In the last few years, there have been an adding to the church of souls, lives saved, baptized, 
and add it to the church. And I say, thank you, Lord, for this. There's an adding to the church. And there's an increase in the church. Little strength. He who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no, one's, no one opens. It's the Lord that has the key. He says, I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door. And that's what I'm saying. There's an open door. There's a door that has been opened that no one can shut. For you have a little strength. You have kept my word and have not denied my name. And that has, is what I have determined to do. I cannot depend and we cannot depend on our own strength. And we, so we will depend not on our own strength, not on our own wisdom, but we will de depend on the strength and the wisdom of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. You have kept my word. This year alone, we have gone through the entire book of Revelation, verse by verse. How does that apply to our lives today? We have gone through the entire book of Romans, verse by verse. And I am determined, I will continue. I am just preparing to go through the book of John. May not be the entire book, but in John chapter 20, John says, hey, there's a lot of things that I could have possibly written that the Lord Jesus did. But I have written these things that even as you would hear of them and believe that you may have life. And so you, as you look at John, the gospel according to John, you recognize that as we hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, then we get to know who Jesus is. And the Lord has just put on my heart a number of weeks back. I want to go through to let you know who Jesus is. There are seven miraculous things that John mentions. Jesus did many, many hundreds, who knows how many thousands of miracles in the three and a half years that he was on the planet physically. But seven of them, John writes, that we may believe who Jesus is and what he can do. There are seven I am statements that are given in John. I am the bread of life. I am the door. I am the resurrection. Seven different statements that he makes that gives us life, that brings us life now. And over the course of the next few weeks, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it. I'm saying, still saying, Lord, give me instruction on this. But in, over the course of the next few weeks, maybe the next month, that we would prepare. I'll tell you right now, once again, the souls that have to come in yet from your families, your loved ones, your friends, my friends, your neighbors, my neighbors that need to know the Lord, we are poised that there would be not just a filling, but that there would be an overflow so that there can be a ministry done to those that need, as they hear the word of God, that they, there would be a germinating as rivers of living water flow from us 
to germinate the gospel, the seed that goes out, and that there would be life given. It's necessary that others will receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as much as we, some of us, we're looking forward to it, others we say, no, 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 Lord, don't come yet. The Lord is coming. Probably sooner than we may think. And we are poised. We are poised. Hallelujah. You have kept my word and have not denied my name. Jesus. Jesus Christ and him crucified. You know that is what is proclaimed here. That it would continue to be proclaimed in this place. Till the time, till the day that he comes back. It says, when they... When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were poised. They were in one accord in one place. That is where we are at this point. One accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It was following this momentous occasion 2,000 years ago that the church became empowered and on fire to do the work of the Lord. And in that day, that same day, moments after, Paul, or, uh, Peter, who had denied Jesus just a few weeks prior, began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there was a responding to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there was an adding, and there has been a continuation of the move of the Holy Spirit over the centuries right until today. And we are poised. We are poised for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us to fill all and in all. That we would be filled to overflowing. I began with the passage from Ephesians 4. I want to say again from verse 4, there is one body and one spirit just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Lord, let me be there. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. You responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is grace given. You did not and I did not warrant the favor of God, the grace of God in my life. I didn't warrant it. And yet the grace of God, the gift of Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross was given to us. And we, as we heard the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that we can have our sins forgiven and we can have relationship with God. And we can come to life in God. And you grabbed a hold of it. There was a change in your life. Hallelujah. And we receive that gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, listen, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, I want you to know that there would be nothing within you that would hold you back. 
There would be nothing of captivity. There would be nothing of bondage. There would be nothing that is, is holding you back at this point. That you would be at a place poised to receive of the Lord. That nothing would hinder you from finishing the race and doing it well. That you would move forward powerfully in the power of the Holy Spirit. And now this, he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens. Listen, that he might fill all things. Lord, above all, that you would fill me. Lord, you descended and you overcame death and you overcame hell. You overcame Satan. You took the keys of death and hell. And all that was against us, everything, every handwriting that was against us, you took upon yourself and it was nailed to the cross. Even the things that were against us, according to God's word, every ordinance, every law that we broke, and it was nailed to the cross. And Jesus died and he descended and he overcame what we deserve, death and hell and eternity apart from God. And as we as he ascended, he ascended to a place of authority. All authority is his. All power is his. And the power to break the, the, the sentence of death that is upon each and every one of us without Jesus Christ. We have life as we believe in him. And all power and authority is, is his. That he might fill all things. We are poised. Don't, don't be caught up. Don't be too busy. Don't have your cup covered. I know, listen, we, we all, we got to work, sure. Absolutely. Be a witness at your work. You be the best employee that you can be. Your work is on to Jesus. And you be open even as in who you are, your character, without a word, but by every action that you do, every attitude that you have, that others would see there's something different about this person. And I need to know what it is. Now, you would, as you have the opportunity, begin to, to share Jesus with others in the power of the Holy Spirit. Because the Lord Jesus ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. That he would fill us. I don't know exactly how God is going to move. I don't know all the details. But that we would be ready. We'd be poised to be filled, to be used by the Lord. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. And it's not just what we can know of him and of his wisdom, but the wisdom and the knowledge that God wants to give each and every one of us to overflowing. That we would operate in the wisdom and the knowledge of God and the riches of God. 
How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. They're beyond us. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has become his counselor? I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I know what I would want to see happening. I was sharing that with Brother Paul just the other day. It's been on my heart for over almost 15 years now. That this place at the front here would minister, be a place of ministry where every aspect of human weakness, human horror, human problems and addictions and, and weights and whatever, direction, whatever it may be, the four Gospels would be that Jesus, the Jesus of the four Gospels, Jesus as King in Matthew, Jesus as servant healer in Mark, Jesus as the one that baptizes in the Holy Spirit in Luke, Jesus, the Savior that's emphasized in John, that the, that fourfold blessing would be an operation at this altar because it takes care of every single issue that man will ever face. And it can be taken care of at the altar or it can be taken care of as we are ministers to say, you know what, I want to begin to minister life to others that need it. That there's a pouring out of our lives. Let there be a ministry that takes place through us. I would say, Lord, this is, these are some of the things that I would say and ask. Lord, that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all that I, might, that I might ask or think, and I'm asking big things. I am asking for souls. Lord, that there would be such a harvest. I'm not, I'm not just talking this church. I'm praying and believing that every single church in this city would be full, not once, not twice, but that we would just not have enough room. We would not have it be like, oh my goodness, how are we going to do this? There are too many. There are too many that are getting saved yet before the Lord comes back. That we would be prepared. That we, we are at a place to be filled. That we would be poised. Hallelujah. Or who has first given to him and it shall be repaid to him. For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Let it be. Let it be. You have ascended on high, Psalm 68, verse 18. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts among men, even from the rebellious, that the Lord might dwell there. That there would be a move, the presence of God, a move of God in these last days, and that it would continue. You've heard me say before, and I say it again, Lord, you have begun revival that it would not stop until you return. There would not be a stopping before you return. It will continue right until the Lord returns. Revival has, been, has begun already. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout unto the Lord? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, 
he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He has made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. There is nothing that can come against that open door that the Lord has opened. It, the enemy cannot shut it. It is open. And I say again, we are poised for a, such a move of God. Lord, use me. Be used of God in these last days. Don't cover yourself up. Don't be distracted. Don't be shut down by the lies of the enemy, but be used by God in these last days. Hallelujah. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this, which you now see and hear on the day of Pentecost. There was a pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Let it be poured out. Let it continue right until the day of the Lord. There would be a mighty Niagara that would never stop flowing, never stop being poured out. Hallelujah. And he put all things under his feet, and he gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, that we would be filled to overflowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we stand together? If I could have the worship team come. Hallelujah. Let's give a shout to the Lord this morning. He is worthy. We praise him. Lord, we praise your name. I want to say to you, there are diversities of gifts the Lord wants to give, but the same Spirit. There are di differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. I'm poised, Lord. Oh, man, I'm ready to receive. I am ready to receive let it be. Let it be. Hallelujah. Let the things of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit be done in me. Let it be done in us. In Jesus' name, let it be. Hallelujah. I want to close with a prayer. And worship team, if you just... I'll tell you, the last three songs that you guys sang, I know you sang five songs. Maybe you, you do those last three songs again. Love you, Josh. All three? All three? Listen, that you would, that this, this altar would be packed. If you're coming to the altar, the altar doesn't have to be just here. It could be where you're sitting too. You make, you give yourself a sacrifice, a living sacrifice to the Lord, wherever you may be in this sanctuary. But I'm just saying, if you want to, to maybe have a physical shift as in I've got to move. I've got to move from the place that I'm at. You could say, you know what? I'm going to move. Let me move to the altar. I want to be, I want to receive I'm poised to receive, however that looks. Oh, Lord, I do not want to stay in the same place. 
And as you come forward, those that are coming even now, as you come forward, come right to the front so that others can come in behind you. Come right to the front. Give room for others behind you. I'm going to pray. If you could just, I don't know, strum a few chords or whatever for that first song. I want to pray for us. I want to pray the word of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 verse 15. Once again, come. Once again, if you could come right to the front, just come. And I know it's, it might be a little bit awkward a bit, but come. I want this altar filled. Hallelujah. Some of you are starting in new seasons of your life. Nathan, Jerusha, you guys are starting a new season of your life. Let us be filled. David, you're starting in a new area. Welcome. Welcome to Niagara Falls or Niagara, Niagara region. I'm excited. God has moved you, and it's not by chance. The Lord wants to work through you, my brother. I don't know you well. The Lord has shifted you, David. He wants to work through you. He's called you, brother. Be used of him. Be used of him. Be used of him. You might say, but Lord, I, I, I've got weaknesses. It doesn't matter. You just have to be poised. You just have to be poised. I just need to be open. Lord, in these days, use me. Use me in these last days. Let us finish well. The finish line is, is coming up. Let us finish well. Let all weights, let all hindrances, all sins that so easily beset you be chucked. Get rid of them that you can run without hindrance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I've seen the faith of these, my brothers and sisters. I have seen their love for, the, for each other, for the saints. And I do not cease to give thanks for them, Lord. I make mention of them in my prayers. Lord, as I've prayed over the years, Lord, even as I pray now, I make mention of my dear brothers and sisters that are here today. Lord, I pray there will be a move. There will be a move as they say, we are poised, we are ready to take that which you have for us. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to each and every one the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Lord, open up eyes now, Lord. A revelation of God. A revelation of what you want to do in their lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The eyes of their understanding being enlightened. Oh, Lord, open our eyes. Lord, let, let us see. Let us begin to understand what you have for us. In Jesus' name, that we would know what is the hope of the calling that he has called us with. You are called this morning. Receive. Listen, listen, he's calling. He's saying, I've got something for you. I want to work through you mightily. Hallelujah. That we would know the hope of the calling. That we would hear your voice, Lord God. We say, yes, use me. Lord, that we would know the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. Lord, there's something special, so special about a sinner being saved. Lord, as they acknowledge, Father, as they acknowledge your son, Jesus. Lord, the sinner that acknowledges the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. Lord, the, the one that acknowledges his death. 
his suffering. Lord, as they acknowledge that, as they receive you into their lives, Lord, they have life. That we would understand the inheritance that you have. Lord Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, as we are used by you to bring others that don't know you to become saints, to be forgiven, to be washed, to be born of you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Lord, let there be a mighty harvest. Let there be a mighty harvest. And Lord, the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe, according to the working of your mighty power, which was worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in at his right hand in heavenly places. Hallelujah. That same power, Lord, we are poised to receive. Lord, for those of us, Lord, that maybe we've been stagnant, I pray that that hydrant would be unplugged and that the water would begin to flow. And all the things of, of stagnation, there would be a removing of that, Lord. And fresh, freshness, the freshness and the power of your Spirit upon us that raised Jesus from the dead and placed him on the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion. Hallelujah. Against anything the enemy may throw us that we would recognize your name is above them all. Lord, you overcame in your death. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus. And your name is above every name. Not only in this age, but in also that which is to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, so we put all things under your feet and we give you, Lord Jesus, to be head over all things in our lives, in our homes, in our church, Lord, in our workplace. Lord, we are members in your body that we would have the fullness of him who fills all in all. Lord, fill us. Hallelujah. 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 Let's give him praise. Let's give him thanks already for what he will pour out into your life. That you would receive all glory. Let's worship him. We got a few minutes. Let's worship him at this time. Hallelujah. 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 We bless your name. Hey, Lighthouse family. Thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss. For more podcasts, media, and live stream services at LighthouseNiagara.com, Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless. Hey, Lighthouse family. Thank you so much for tuning in to another one of our services. We have a couple more sermons highlighted for you on the annotations here and here, so click if you're interested, or tune into one of our live streams at LighthouseNiagara.com at 10 o'clock every single week. Have a great day. God bless.